0: And welcome in to mustache the drinking podcast Quinn here hosting today because Andrew is away. Uh, welcome in Gus returning once again. How's it going, Gus?
1: going well. glad to be here. Uh, it's gonna feel weird drinking and talking about coffee liqueurs and coffee based drinks you know at like 11 at night, but hey, I'm here for it.
0: Oh, I mean, it's the time for coffee, isn't it? Um,
1: Maybe for us depraved individuals.
0: (laughs) So we are talking this week, of course, about coffee liqueur. Um, Last week, we covered coffee cocktails. Go back and listen to that episode, um, as it's going to tell you a lot of things that you can make with the things we're talking about tonight. Um, But before we get started, Gus, what are you drinking?
1: so i amended myself earlier to coffee drinks because uh i unfortunately did not have the time to grab myself a coffee liqueur so i guess i'm doing my best andrew impression by not drinking what the episode's (laughs) about (laughs) but but i am drinking uh, a beer from portage brewing company out of uh walker minnesota uh a really cool story um i will give you the TLDR really fast. Their brewery actually burned down a few years ago um, oh. and they lost basically everything. And then they put that story up on Kickstarter and raised enough funds to rebuild everything within 48 hours. So really cool story with them. And I got a, uh, a beer from them called mint and roast, which is a uh, beer with their own house coffee, cacao nibs and fresh mint leaves. Now, taste wise I'd say this is um it's definitely leaning a little bit more into the desserty minty side like almost like a thin mint kind of Ooh. um but the coffee does add a nice bit of body to it that doesn't make it sickly sweet um so oh no I'm pretty balanced Peter I'd say they did a pretty good job on this Queen,
0: what are so you I, drinking? Uh, well, so this week I'm actually drinking both the Kraken Black Roast Coffee Rum, and I'm gonna be comparing it to Cayman Root, Cayman Reef, uh, dark roasted, uh, Kona Coffee Liqueur. And I'm gonna start off with giving the Kraken a taste. Ooh, so it it smells strong. Good flavor. All right. So it tastes beginning predominantly like Kraken, and now it's getting a really strong coffee finish, which is really pleasant. It's fairly sweet um yeah that yeah, kraken's definitely
1: a big old sugar bomb
0: it is 66.6 proof um <laughs> nice. percent <Appropriate>. alcohol. <laughs> uh yeah kraken H- have you tried this one
1: you know it's funny that you mentioned uh the this particular one because fun fact i actually gave this bottle to uh our mutual friend scott (laughs) at one point as a gift because oh uh, shit yeah because i had like because i I had to get a picture of it and i was like oh you know like did you like this you know he was like oh yeah i remember when you brought that over for when i gave you a bottle of this when i originally texted you about it so (laughs) uh so i've given this bottle out twice never drink it <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so I, I will tell you when you if you ever do try it uh it has a habit of like dying your teeth really quickly um
1: dying your I, I'm teeth
0: a, i'm a walk back the statement i've i've said a couple of times about i added some water to it and it turned kind of blue it's not that blue i guess it's more like Grayish with a little bit of a purple to it. So I don't know if it's dyed. I still assume it is.
1: Either way, that sounds, um, I guess, I guess I'll put that in the Minnesota way. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Color wise, the Cayman is a lot lighter. um, Though it's, still i mean certainly a very dark liqueur but you can get a little <clears throat> bit of gold coming through it uh it it smells a lot better Okay, those are entirely different in almost every way imaginable, except they both taste like coffee. The All right. black roast with that strong coffee finish probably tastes the most like coffee. Hmm. But
1: okay, what what, what kind of roast one. does that taste like? Blonde, dark,
0: medium? Uh, like a, a dark roast. <laughs> okay. It, it's a strong coffee taste. Um, and the, the Cayman Reef is a lot sweeter. Hmm. Um,
1: See, that surprises me. I would have also a lot lower If you would driven me totally between the two, I would have pegged that Kraken would have been the sweeter one, considering that regular Kraken rum is, I mean, as I kind of poured, it's like a sugar bomb.
0: Oh, I um, yes, and uh, the the black roast I did say was very sweet. The Cayman Reef is just sweeter.
1: Now, is that sweet in the sense of like um, like? Well, I was going to say, is it sweet in the in the sense of like a more natural way, like a cane sugar, or is that more in like the like fistfuls of like white? granulated sugar that we constantly use in the states here
0: oh it is 100 percent more the taste of like a cane or real sugar or okay see that i can handle
1: that i feel like is pretty good because it's i mean cane sugar stuff oh beautiful
0: i've i've poured the same amount in my glass each time which is like three quarters of a shot and the kraken it was like two, maybe three sips. And the the Cayman Reef, I'm finding myself going slower to enjoy it more. Hmm. Uh, I was done cracking okay. at this point. Um, and this is much more pleasant.
1: <laughs> well, that's always good to hear. But yeah, that's it, interesting because before this episode, I had never heard of
0: this bottle. Yeah, it is. From start to finish, the flavor doesn't change a whole lot. Stays really consistent, and it's just this really nice marriage of like sweet and syrupy
1: coffee. Mm, okay.
0: Um, there's some maybe some chocolate note to it. Okay. A lot so, of caramel flavor. So kind of like the
1: the latte of coffee liqueurs.
0: Yes, without without the cream, it's not quite Bailey's. Right, right, yeah. But if you were to make, ooh, fuck it, make this into an Irish cream, and you have made ooh, the best ooh. Irish cream I can think of.
1: Uh, okay. I okay. Well, hey, if if it can compete anywhere with Five Farms, which is like real, like from Cork County, Ireland, Irish cream,
0: if it can rival anywhere close to that, then you've you've got a hit. Well, it, if it can be rival the best, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I I recommend the Cayman Reef, and I know price wise, I picked up the Cayman Reef for it was like nineteen to twenty one dollars a bottle. Yeah, and online I'm um, finding it for even cheaper.
1: Online, I I looked it up here just out of curiosity. I'm finding it for like. Fifteen, sixteen dollars in a bunch of different places as well. So definitely not yep. a too not too
0: expensive model. And I'm fairly certain the Kraken was something like twenty five bucks,
1: twenty three to twenty five. Yes, it was. I I remember because I remember they, they when I got it for you. It so was it was pretty much that twenty
0: three to twenty six.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think we're because I I got it from my store right. uh, when I got it for you. And I think we had priced it at that time at, I think it was $23.99, actually. So, that would, that would certainly make sense. Um, now, do these two coffee liqueurs, do these have two different bases?
0: Um, so, I don't actually know what this uses as a base for certain but it's bottled by Cayman Reef Rum Company. Uh, Actually, in Princeton, Minnesota. What? Yeah, um, I believe it might be a Phillips subsidiary, since Phillips is based in Minnesota.
1: Oh, darn. And I was hoping that we had suddenly just seized a part of the Caribbean, the middle of the state.
0: Uh, (laughs) I wish.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially considering that we got snow for the last two days. You're darn right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's still April. It's snow season. It's, it's the false could winter could that we blizzard. all hate. Yeah, we <laughs> we, we know this comes every
1: year, and yeah, we hate it. it.
0: For the next 20 days, we have to worry about maybe getting a blizzard. Yeah, After oh that, God. it shouldn't happen. But before that, <laughs> if, it's reasonable.
1: If if, if I have another, like, May 1st where I get snowed in my doorway, I I will scream. (laughs) I mean, although, with that being said, though, I guess because I just moved, we now have a, a view of the Mississippi from her apartment. So if it did snow that much, I can't say it would be the worst place to be trapped in.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> uh, no, I just know like to... again, but if it does, um maybe we could figure out how to make our own coffee liqueur. That,
1: that would be good. I mean we'll we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the episode. So, so certainly yeah. uh, we'll certainly have to go over some of those techniques. Now kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, um from what You and I have kind of researched what we found out. It sounds like like, coffee liqueurs can have different alcohol bases depending on who you ask.
0: Yeah. um, So coffee liqueurs can be based, honestly, on a ton of different things. I just so happen to have two that are based on rum, I assume. Uh, Though I can't guarantee that the Kraken is based on rum either. Uh, but there's some that are also made with whiskey. Tons that are made with vodka. Um, I I can't say I've ever heard of one with a gin base. Can you?
1: I hope not. I that sounds horrendous. <laughs> yes. I do I've not want that. juniper to mix with
0: my coffee. <laughs> now I've definitely seen people making it home with like Everclear. Um, I'm fairly certain that's might have been what my grandma and her friend did. And then just water it down in the process.
1: I mean, I when I lived out in Oregon, we had real Everclear where it was, you know, 190 proof and oh there were some there were some rough experiences with that stuff.
0: Yeah, uh <laughs> Everclear can be a beast. You you certainly gotta make sure you're tempering down the the bottle of fire um so yeah moving on I know there's a coffee liqueur that you said you've been trying to find um mr black
1: yeah so um <laughs> you brought up this episode to me this was literally the first thing that I thought of because I have been looking for a bottle of this within the state of Minnesota for months at this point Um. And if anybody who's listening has any leads, feel feel free to let a guy know. Um, But there is a a great resource uh, on cocktail crafting and just kind of general information and history on various spirits and alcohols uh, on YouTube uh, on a channel called How to Drink. Um, Highly, highly recommend it. You know, definitely recommend people here check it out. And he, a couple of times, the guy who runs the channel, uh, a couple of times has mentioned this uh, coffee liqueur from Australia uh, called Mr. Black's. Um, And Mr. Black's is a coffee liqueur that is made with Australian wheat vodka, Arabica coffee beans. um, And I believe a little bit of cane sugar. Uh, And It's supposed to be a dessert-y take on coffee liqueurs because there's a a spectrum I have found with coffee liqueurs um, where it can range from coffee liqueurs that really heavily focus on tasting like coffee to coffee liqueurs that are very much like dessert territory, like almost wading into like alcoholic wate's kind of situations um
0: so but. i just did a quick search on their website and i have bad news gus oh no it's not sold in minnesota north dakota, uh, dakota
1: iowa it, it, or- uh, or- no, is it or dang it that was going to be my question
0: um as a Hail Mary, I looked to see if it sold in Massachusetts. Good news. You can get it in Massachusetts.
1: Bud, when you're visiting your in-laws, you <laughs> I will Venmo you to get me some.
0: <laughs> All right. If I see it, I'll let you know.
1: All right, deal. We got it. This is it's it's recorded now, so it's it's legally binding, basically.
0: Uh, that's not how this works. <laughs> I've yes, signed is. nothing um but so since you can't get that here uh how about you walk us through how to make your own
1: mm. yeah so i uh i was researching this a bit before this episode and this is kind of a cool thing um you can make your own copy of at home and the the one that i watched uh was interesting because as a alcohol base um the gentleman actually used uh overproof Bacardi, uh, Bacardi 151, um, as this alcohol base. And what he did was uh, he he took a mason jar um, and he basically soaked the... Um, he soaked some coarse ground coffee beans. And by coarse ground, I mean he literally just, like, kind of crushed them in a mortar and pestle. Um and he soaked that with the Bacardi. Um I'm trying to remember, I think in the end he was in he in the end he was able to yield about 375 milliliters of this coffee liqueur. Um some at so of time. But obviously you can adjust the recipe as need be if you want to double it, triple it, whatever you would like. Um So he soaks that for 24 hours um, with a uh, half of a vanilla bean pod scraped out. And yeah, so he soaks that in for 24 hours and kind of shakes it up and stirs it up a bit just to make sure everything is well mixed in, ready to go. And then after that, he unscrews the mason jar and he puts in um, lightly crushed cacao nibs. So again, kind of puts it in mortar pestle and like just like cracks open the shells of it basically. Uh he takes those uh cracked cacao nibs, a, a stick or two of cinnamon um and a part of an orange peel.
0: Okay. That was and actually then, something that we saw a lot um last week that we were at least I I thought it was pretty weird was orange and coffee cuz to me the, you don't put those together so much.
1: Well, I but will as I say think this, about
0: it more and more, it, they work. Yeah. They, I mean, if you if, one of those weird mixes. Yeah, well, I was going to... Uh,
1: what I'm thinking is that if you think about it, coffee sometimes will have citrusy tasting notes. So I wonder if the idea behind the oranges is just to kind of lean into... The coffee beans capabilities of kind of wading into that citrusy territory, especially if
0: you giving it the acid that is
1: exactly. yep, exactly. Yeah. So, coffee. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, I I mean, I've had a couple of really, really tasty coffees um, in particular that I, I can think of. Uh, that's actually a, a cold brew that I really like uh, from Atomic Roasters, I believe, out in New York, if I remember correctly. Um, But I make this great cold brew bean uh, coffee and it has a really, really nice hint of like orangey, almost like lemony kind of citrus to it that is just refreshing as can be. Um, Yeah, so he so as I was saying, though, he takes that cinnamon, cacao nymphs and the bit of the orange peel, mixes it in with the mason jar, shakes it up again so sit for another 24 hours and then he puts it through what looked like about four coffee filters to really really make sure that no sediment made it through whatsoever
0: i i could see that that could be important because that sediment could also change the taste of it
1: well i mean i don't know i mean time have have
0: you ever bitten into just like a raw coffee bean yeah, I I actually one of my favorite like candies is the chocolate covered espresso beans. Yes. Yep.
1: Yes. 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 That. Oh my god, that stuff is phenomenal. That is like a a a guilty sweet treat of mine. Uh, likewise. Oh yes, I I'm so glad you mentioned that. But yeah, but if you, I mean, as, so then you know, like when you bite into a raw coffee bean, like the bitterness is off the charts
0: it is present
1: yeah i boy it'll it'll make you it'll make your face make some expressions that's for sure
0: oh but it's um, so good
1: it is it is what, i mean we're covered in chocolate yes absolutely but biting into this the raw coffee bean could be a, a a little bit jarring <laughs>
0: well yeah
1: fair but i think that's still also not bad Fair enough, but but I think your point still stands, though. That that I think that said, if you ended up having even like coffee bean set, sediment in there or vanilla bean sediment in there, um, yeah. it completely changes what that liqueur is because not only does it change the flavor, it changes the texture too.
0: Oh yeah, instead of having this, uh, if this Kona reef had sediment in it, it wouldn't have this like silky syrup texture. And that is one of the things that is really nice about it. It's not only does it kind of taste like caramel, it drinks like caramel. So part if of the reason why?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yes. I I mean like I'm literally imagining, kind of driving back to coffee. I'm imagining like a caramel macchiato, kind of thing, like a caramel yeah. coffee combination that is on the sweeter side. Yep. Um. But uh. You, you should go pick up a bottle of this.
0: I think you'll like it.
1: I No, it, it, the more you've been describing this, the more and more I'm interested. Head I would back. absolutely love to...
0: Not a sponsor.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but hey but man, you I... Wanna?
0: <laughs> Please, by all by means.
1: <laughs> feel free to reach out uh, via social media and on Instagram and uh, we'll make sure to get you the contact info you need. <laughs> <laughs> uh but <laughs> yeah i i would love that coffee because i mean i know you guys are talking about coffee cocktails last episode but i i for me personally my favorite coffee cocktail is the white russian because that yeah. is that will always hold a special place in my heart um i've had many a fun night on russian on White russians
0: <laughs> i mean we, we created the uh the the drunken russian Together when we, oh god, that's right. Yep, (laughs)
1: that was uh, that did turn out actually surprisingly well. Oh, it's delicious and terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, terrifying is an appropriate adjective for that. Absolutely, (laughs) it's definitely one of those drinks of where uh, you don't realize how smooth it is until you're about three deep.
0: And then you go, oh, this drink's just really sm- Oh shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Except the problem is that I don't even think you get time to do the latter half because by the time you get to that point, you're already starting to slur your words.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, so the last step actually, and I'm glad you mentioned the silky texture of that coffee liqueur. The last step of that uh, making your own coffee liqueur at home before you strain everything is actually to add simple syrup to it. Um, and he added about 125 milliliters to his 375 milliliters of coffee liqueur. So he made it just an even 500. Okay. Um, and I think that's what will not only give coffee liqueurs the kind of the sweetness that they're often associated with, but that also gives a velvety mouthfeel and texture. Because without something like simple syrup, I mean, you're basically going to be drinking a coffee cocktail that's been soaking for two days. (laughs) Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, it sounds super super fun, but
0: also sounds unnecessarily intense. Yeah, you've you've just had a very coffee-infused rum because honestly that's all making liqueurs is for the most part is you make an infusion and then you add sugar to it most of the time
1: and that's that's what i love about these the course, and I, I love the the diy scene that really seems to be getting more traction as of lately and has been really starting to pop up more because especially i think while we have all been quarantined for this long long period of time uh giving people the time and space to kind of create and experiment with the with the confines of having to do it with the ingredients within your home um i think has pushed people into some pretty interesting directions with this and i'm really excited to see like one two three years down the line from now how that's going to change the liqueur market and what we see out there, because I bet within the next couple of years, we're going to be seeing some really, really interesting liqueurs come out on the market.
0: Oh yeah. I So something I think is kind of cool is I feel like the liqueur market has the lowest barrier to entrance for anyone looking to start to like produce their own because you can buy a kind of open label vodka or rum or whatever and buy it higher proofed which i'm certain is available and then flavor it and rebottle it so in the beginning stages you don't even have to worry about you know what you're making and you're not doing the the shitty thing that some like whiskey distilleries do where they sell like oh i can't remember what canadian company it is but they produce like 50% of the us's whiskey Oh, uh, Seagrams. Oh, it's Seagrams.
1: Um, Yeah, because they they have their
0: labels to like everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, they or or oh, are you talking about MG? No, no, that's not MGP. MGP is uh, American based. Um, but uh, Seagrams did that for a long time. Um, within their distillery that they had in Indiana. Um, for Seagram Seven, and they just hosted a bunch of different other whiskeys within that facility.
0: Yeah, it. I so I have an issue with when distilleries do that. I I understand it because you know to make a whiskey, it's a minimum of like three to five years. <laughs> you're you're not making whiskey before that, um, but. I feel like, you know, going to the Cure market, it would be a lot easier for people to do. Um, And so I I agree. I think we're going to see some really cool things coming up in the future, and I'm excited to see it. Absolutely. Uh, Well, on that note, Gus, thank you for joining us again um, and covering while Andrew is away.
1: Hey, thank you for having me again. I always appreciate being here. Andrew, I'm excited to finally be able to host one of these with you again. And
0: I apologize a bit. Sounded like I threw shade earlier. <laughs> no, don't apologize to him for all the shade you want. <laughs> you heard him, Andrew. You heard him. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I I guess I guess it's on the record at this point, so I can't take much back.
0: <laughs> Do you have any last-minute things you would like to leave our guests with? Uh, pretty much just like I've always said,
1: support local, um, try to make your own things at home. I always, one that I would always encourage people to do DIY, uh, and, feel free to come in, message us and let us know what your favorite coffee liqueurs are or what your favorite coffee cocktails are. Uh, I would love to hear from the collective hive mind of our audience about what they enjoy in particular.
0: Awesome. And as we end every week, if you or a loved one you know is suffering with alcoholism or addiction of any kind, don't feel any shame about reaching out. Um, if you need a number here is 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. And if you are going to drink. Remember to drink responsibly and never get behind the wheel when drinking. Um, And on that note, see ya!